0: All right, welcome to another episode of Jen and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert Motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. Jen and
1: truth, yeah. and truth.
0: Let's go. All right, gang, we're gonna jump into this one. And, uh, first and foremost, I got college, college, I got high school football on and off in the background. I don't know when the fuck high school football players got so goddamn big gang. When I graduated high school, I mean, I had to sit there and put 10 pound weights in each pocket, have a fucking two McDonald's happy meals just to get to 200 some odd pounds, maybe. I'm looking at kids who are as big as I am now, and these fuckers just got their fucking driver's license. I don't know how this happened or when this happened, but I do remember seeing a study on the evolution of football players and how much bigger we've gotten over the years. Now, if you're my age and a football fan, you remember in the 80s, probably one of the most dominant offensive lines was out of Washington, right? They called them the Hogs. And gang, they made their living running. Uh, Pulling guard this, pulling guard that, trap here, influence block there. Some of y'all just wonder what the fuck it is I just said. Ask the football fan next to you, right? And these guys, all their shirts were tucked in. Every single last one of them was like 270, 280, and they ran like diesels. Now these fucking kids are in high school playing offensive tackle already 300 pounds. God damn, these fuckers are big. All right, gang, we're going to jump into today's show. Now, this one was not on the hit list. But, gang, I was on my way home from the gym. I made a little bit of groceries. Of course, I had to freshen up this fucking liquor uh, supply. And I'll be good, God damn. They move street corners. Gang, not 1.5 miles from my front doorstep right now. There are Christians on a street corner. There are two guys on megaphones and people holding signs telling everyone in their cars how we are going to go to hell and how horrible we are as individuals. Now, again, here's the problem with this shit, gang. These will be the exact same assholes who sit here and if I were to gotten out of my car, if we just sat there and honked our horns to drown their shit out. These would be the first emotional maggots to sit here and talk about Christian persecution. Right? Again... I've said it before. This is what I believe to be what, what people are calling new atheism. Right. It, it's for probably the first real time, at least here in the states, especially down here in the South. Christians are getting criticism. Christians are being told, pipe down. We don't want to hear this shit. And they think it is persecution. Yeah, they're right. They They, they have a right to be on that street corner. And I have every right to call them a sack of shit. I just want to sit here in my car and not be called a name by a fucking 15 year old holding a sign. I have every right to fight back. Just like they have every right. Again, your your First Amendment does not free you from consequences. You may absolutely call the person in the car behind me a sodomite faggot, and they have every right to call you a religious bigot. Uh, again, just just because you quote something from the Bible does not mean it is exempt from criticism. Right? Again, it's, again, if I say if it wasn't them, let's say it was me. And if I sat there and I pulled my pants down and took a massive shit in the middle of a busy intersection and someone's like, yo, look at all that undigested corn and mushrooms in your shit. I think you need a more balanced diet, Jack. And if my response was, why can't you just let me have a private shit? Their response would be because you're in the middle of the street, asshole. We all have to see this. Right. And again, these are the exact same people are going to sit there and say, why can't you let me have my private belief? You'll never guess what, fuckface. We want it to be private. I would much say in your church, stay in your Bible studies. I think it's poisonous as shit. But if you're in your own own home and you want to tell your kids that everyone not in your little friends group, you know, it, 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 they're filthy and they're going to go to. I can't stop you. But again, when your kid is holding a sign three feet from my fucking windshield, I may have some words for that. So, again, this one wasn't on the list. I just had to throw that shit in there. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like me forcing myself to do this fucking show. Uncle Bobby's a little sad again. He's a little bit tired. But I'm going to do this fucking show no matter what. But again... I, Christians, I want this to be a private belief. I really do. Like, I cannot stop you even if I cared enough to try. Knock yourself out. If you think that you are a sinful sack of shit and that you deserve to be tortured forever, I cannot stop you. But I don't feel that about myself. I'm going to steal this from my main man, Ron motherfucking DeVever. Right. The Christians, you guys say, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. I don't have enough self-loathing to be a Christian. I told you all another show, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how horrible I am. One, I don't believe that. And two, in order for me to say that about myself, that means I'm going to denigrate my parents. And you know what? Go fuck yourself. I'm not going to do that. Carrie, she did a good job. Burke, he did a good job. Again, I've got a laundry list of character defects, but not a nary one of those fucking defects says that I deserve to be tortured, not even for five minutes. So again, to wrap this up, I can't stop you from having low self-esteem. If you think some magical Jew needed to be tortured and murdered so that you can go and jerk his dad off, who's really himself and together they make a good gu- I I can't stop you. Knock yourself out. But again, Bring your monkey ass on the on a public street, and you just may get some public fucking kickback. All right, gang, we're about to move on. We're going to switch gears. You know how we do it on this show. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and truth. Let's go. Gang, I think I'm going to talk about something slightly happy. This may be the first in gin and truth history. Gang, I'm going to go into detail on how Buddy came into my fucking life. Now, Uncle Bobby doesn't like to go out. He just doesn't. Now, I was fucking with someone this morning on Twitter. Uh, Some way, somehow, they got tagged in on the picture I sent of Buddy last night. This fucker, you know, piped up and was like, I don't know who or Buddy is and I don't care. And went on all this little mini tirade and i was like you know for someone who doesn't care you took time out of your day to fucking respond right and you know they they kept you know piling on the insults oh because at the end i was like well you know you seem nice maybe you want to go get a drink sometime and you know i'm stupid and all this other bullshit and what what the fuck were they saying i'm trying to remember what the fuck i'm trying to remember where the fuck i was going with that hold on i gotta think about this fucking text message no that's not all right and he said, yo, I don't know why you don't want to have a drink with me, right? I'm I'm crazy as shit. I'm crippled. I'm a functioning alcoholic. I hate humans. And most of all, I'm boring as shit. How can you pass up on that? So again, Uncle Bobby's boring. I, I don't leave my house. But a friend of mine uh, had a magic show. And was like, I really want you to come. And I guess she wanted me to meet her boyfriend and her boyfriend's kid. And I was like, you know what? Fine, fuck it. And I love this woman. So... I went to the fucking magic show. It was in her living room. And I posted a picture. And again, gang, this dude freaked me out. Like, this ain't nothing but Satan. I mean, I'm sitting here holding on to a motherfucking card, right? And he's telling this magic story and all this other shit. Gang, I gripped that fucking card with a kung fu grip. And When it was all said and done with, he finished his fucked up ass story. He told me to turn my hand over. Gang, the card that I pulled was not the card in my hand. And this motherfucker f- told me what card it was. And I turned it around, it was that fucking card. I told you, this dude was Beelzebub. It was all kinds of fucked up. Well, Uncle Bobby likes to do a little bit of drinking, and so does my friend. So, you know, we'll get a little bit twisted. It was all good. It was a good time. Gang, I stayed at her place till around 11 o'clock. Which is, again, not like Uncle Bobby at all. Now, I wasn't drunk. Don't worry. Again, as my dad said, professional drunks, you you do your drinking at home, right? It's the amateurs that sit there and get twisted, and then they want to go, you know, driving and shit. So, Uncle Bobby drove home. As I'm driving up, gang, again, it's about 11, 1130 at night. Oh, here, buddy's now turning over. And in front of maybe... In front of my next-door neighbor's uh, house, I, I see a dog. And it's just my style. It's like, yo, I, I'm, I, I've i got a ruptured Achilles because I try to save a fucking dog. Right? It's just who I am. Humans, I don't give two shits if you choke in front of me. It's like, yeah, I got shit I need to do. Right? If a dog stubbed a toe, oh, my God, I'm taking that fucker to the emergency room, seeing if everything's okay. Oh, here comes Bubba. This motherfucker. The bubs is still in full effect doing bubble like shit, but I, I, I see this dog and I get out of my car. See if this, what's going on. Maybe there's a tag, whatever the fuck he's just kind of wandering looking weird gang. I pulled up close to this dog. The dog did not flinch. Not at all. The dog's just kind of walking kind of aimlessly gang. I get probably two feet from this dog. No reaction. Have you ever tried to sneak up on a dog? You can't do it. They can hear you. They can smell you. They everything. And so the moment I literally bent over to damn near touch this dog, and this dog did not flinch one ounce, I immediately knew this dog was either blind and or deaf. There was no reaction. Now, gang, I scooped his monkey ass up, and he looked horrible, absolutely horrible. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, and if you remember kind of the timeline, I was posting pictures left and right. I brought him in. I put two ice packs on him, right? It it felt like I had picked up a hot rock, an iron, maybe two minutes after you unplug it. Now, one of you kids is like, hey, what's what's an iron? You had to Google it. Shut the fuck up. You little bastards have it too easy. You've never ironed your own fucking clothes. My dad had us ironing our fucking t-shirts, Jack. I'm not even close to bullshitting. Fuck around and live with an officer in the United States Army and tell me, come back and tell me if I would joke and hell no, go fuck yourself. So after about, again, it was like picking up an iron that had just been turned off. He was very warm. And so I sat him down and I was posting pictures, asking for advice You know, does anyone know anything about this or anything about that? And gang, I really did not think this little bastard was going to make it through the night. And I was like, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. I didn't even give him a name. I was like, you can do it. You can do it. He wouldn't even drink water. Gang, that was it the next day? Ah, that's right. Because the next day he had tags on. So, oh, because I called the vet that night that, that had that, um, fuck I called the vet office I was on the tag go fuck yourselves it was a 210 area code now I live in Austin the area code here is 512 210 is San Antonio Texas that's 70 miles away all right There, there was no no one picked up obviously it was late at night and but they had a secondary number which was an emergency number and just within driving distance of my house, I can think of two emergency clinics open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, I called that number, their emergency clinic number. You know what they said? Call the original number during business hours. OK, I was like, why the fuck do you have this number? Right. The good news and obvious news, this little fucker made it through the night. So I got up and he I, did he drink that next day? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. He would, he barely had enough strength. I almost belch. I almost belch. I'm not going to hashtag that one. So he barely had enough strength to just drink a couple of laps off the water bowl. That was it. He was exhausted guys, exhaust and filthy with no teeth. Who the fuck does that to a dog? And so I finally got in touch with that fucking vet's office, right? And I was like, yo, I found an animal that's got, you know, your tags on it. Right, and th- what would she say? At first she said, oh, well, just drop them off. And I was like, because I started off the conversation telling her where I am. It's like, I'm in Austin, Texas. I am not close right now. And she was like, oh, well, just drop them off. And I was like, I don't think you heard what I told you. I- I'm in Austin. I- I'm not going to drive 70 miles. You know, where did it go from there? Oh, and then I was like, well, here's the animal serial number because it, it was on the tag on the vaccination records. And I was like, look, I'm not trying to dox anybody. I'm not a stalker. I'm not asking to, for you to give me the number. But because this has happened before, this is why you have fucking serial numbers on tags. It's like maybe you would like to call the owner and let them know that their dog is safe. And if they want to meet me somewhere I'm totally willing to do that you know what this idiot said we don't do that and I was like well, then why do you have your number on the fucking tag you're literally useless useless oh like Vigo useless useless how many times have I quoted Vigo gang after all this football I may have to watch John Wick again but I did I told her you're fucking useless and I'm sitting here stressed out with a dog that may die in my fucking lap and I called her for help I didn't ask her to pay for the vet bills, gas money, or anything. I was just like, Do you want to contact the fucking owners? And she straight up said, "Ah, We don't do that. And I was like, And I, last thing I told her was, You should take your number off these fucking tags because literally you are useless. So I kept Buddy. And that's, I uh, think at that point, I think I, I think I had unofficially named you Buddy. I, I just asked fucking Buddy, like he can hear me. But I think at that point, I kind of officially named the fucker. I was given updates, and it was maybe two or three days after that, I took him in for a wellness check. There's a vet's office right behind me. Doesn't take much. It's not very expensive. They do it to all senior dogs, especially ones that are having problems. And it's like, just to let you know so you can prepare emotionally, this is where your dog is in the life cycle. You can make that decision yourself. So I went, and straight up, they told me, one, this dog was not abused. This dog was neglected. The condition he was in, the length of his hair, the brown shit around his mouth and his eyes, the fact that he had no teeth, the length of his fingernail, they said, this is neglect. This is literally neglect. Right. Even if he had gotten out of someone's house like two days previous, it's like what we are seeing here. This is a result of a lengthy time of I don't give a fuck about this dog, especially his teeth, because you just don't wake up on Monday. Your dog has a healthy set of chompers, just like humans. You just don't wake up on Monday with healthy teeth. Tuesday, you have no teeth. It It is a process. Right. And so it's like, long story short, this dog is neglected. Then they said, you know, just based on some of the shit we've seen, blood work, stool samples, stuff like that, he's probably around 10 years old. He is, I knew he was deaf and blind. Yeah, he's partially deaf, partially blind. There are some tones that Buddy can pick up on. Like, every once in a while, Bubba will snap at him. He won't touch him, but Buddy can hear that tone. There are times where... he can pick up on the tone of my voice may not be able to hear me like he get like if I said papa if papa was right around me papa would turn around because papa recognizes his name buddy probably doesn't look I I think that's papa right there he just fell on my feet (laughs) he told (laughs) y'all but it's like buddy may not be able to decipher buddy but buddy it can recognize the tone of my voice if that makes any sense right? It's like being blind as a human, right? It's a misnomer. Very few, a very minute portion of blind humans see nothing but nothing. You, you, you have some semblance of vision. It's just a matter of what kind of fucked up you fall in on, right? That's buddy. That is buddy. Now I, I was, yeah, I, so his first meal, I was traveling to see my dad, who lives near Fort Sam Houston, Texas, right? Right outside of San Antonio. I picked up a sandwich, gang, right? And Buddy's in my lap. And as I am eating, (laughs) he starts smelling. Then he starts to kind of climb up my chest. And I'm like, hold on. Can you smell this food? Sure the fuck he can. Gang, I bit off a piece of bread. Because again, I'm talking about a toothless dog here. I chewed it up like a mama bird, and I just kind of stuck it out there. He ate it. He ate three little pieces of wet bread. Gang, I was happy as shit. You want to talk about celebrating a minor victory, watching this dog eat three small, tiny bites of pre-chewed bread? I was so happy, I almost cried. I bullshit you not. So that was kind of the beginning of Buddy's uh, eating. Travels. It got to a point where he could get down half a piece of bread, full piece of bread, two pieces of bread. Uh, I I remember again, I was giving everyone updates. This is when I started the Go Buddy uh, thing. And someone said, you know, well, he's going to need fat and proteins and stuff like that. I was like, I realize that, but he's just, he's just, no, (laughs) he can't do it right now. He's literally not strong enough to eat like that. And so someone suggested. All right, that was an actual belch. Hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like sandwiches. I just had a sandwich before the show. Where was I? Okay, moving on. So, we, oh, it was like, well, why don't you, take instead of soaking the bread in water, why don't you get uh, juice from a tuna can? It was like, you know what? That's a good idea, right? Introduce a little flavor, make it, you know, small, you know, steps towards meat. Gang, he crushed that. I think that was the first time he ate three pieces of bread. Again, I was playing Rocky music in the background and shit. And one, I can't remember who told me that, but if you're listening, thank you so much. Number two, go fuck yourself. Because my house smelled like I had taken a shit in the middle of the floor and didn't bother to clean it up. That, that's It's been a long time. And now I remember why it is I don't eat canned tuna. Because it smells horrible right now again now let's fast forward buddy is fully functional he pees he poops regularly his personality is coming out and it has been a fantastic fucking journey jack as of last night as i tweeted again buddy's got this thing again we're starting to learn each other's language when buddy wants to get picked up he kind of rears back on his hind legs and kind of waves his front arms right and he was trying to get on the couch, and he's been trying to do it. He's been trying to do it. It's like Johnny Storm from uh, the Fantastic Four with Chris Evans. Right, I can fly, I can feel. It, you can't fly. And then what happened? Right, <laughs> when Doctor Doom shot that fucking missile, it was heat uh, a heat seeker. Right, and he's like Johnny. Don't even think about it. Never do. Right, monkey ass jumps off. Right, flame on. Fucker flies. I was cheering at that shit. Ah, I remember annoying the like, shit out of my ex-wife because I was doing that all the time. I still say, it, never do. It's like, okay, buddy can jump. I can feel it. I can, Gang, last night, that fucker de- pulled his own personal flame on. I put my hand underneath his butt, just kind of gave him a, just a little bit of a tap. He did the rest, and he jumped up on there. Holy shit. Again, I was not in a good place last night. and still a little bit sad, And it it was like, that that put a smile on my face. Now, here's a little bit of honesty about my main man, Buddy. And for no reason at all whatsoever, I'm in a little bit of this motherfucking Hendrix. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and truth, let's go. Gang, I actually found out where Buddy's from. I did. Uh, A friend of mine, because I showed her pictures of Buddy. She was on a uh, Facebook group for people who lost their pets, right? Have you seen this dog? Buddy was on that. My voice just cracked. Buddy was on that Facebook call, that page, except so across the street and two doors to my left, that neighbor posted a picture and said, this is not my dog. I just found this dog wandering around, you know, just putting out the notice. Then I found out who. Oh, that's what it is. She she said this isn't my dog. Which I think she gave the address. She did. She gave the address. That's right. That's right. She found Buddy first. Buddy escaped from her backyard. She did not bring Buddy into her house. She's got a baby and uh, two other dogs. She said this dog got out of my house uh, from my backyard. I found this dog. If you find this dog, let's just say 123 ABC Street. Gang, that address is three doors down from me. Now, that house, let's just say I don't like them. I've never liked them. I don't know if anyone else does. I don't give a shit. I do not like these people. Let me tell you the reason why. Gang, buddy is the third dog I have snatched up from these people. Yeah, there's, if I had to take a guess, there's probably seven to eight people living in that house. There's like four or five cars, you know, in the driveway and in front of the house. The second time I found one of their dogs just wandering around for days, I knew where it came from and I sat there and I knocked on that door for at least three to five minutes because I know they were there. This was in the middle of the fucking day. Gang, they didn't answer the fucking door. So I was like, okay, fine. I I opened up their back gate, which is dangerous for a large black guy to do, right? It's not my house. I was begging to get shot. And I put the dog in their backyard. Gang, I don't remember why I was doing it, but I was just sitting in my front yard. Just kind of one of those days where you're just cold chilling, listening to the radio or some shit. Gang, I'll be good goddamn. Not 10 minutes after I uh, dropped that dog off, I saw two of them get in a car and drive away. They heard me. I was not knocking gently. I was ringing the doorbell as well. They ignored it. They didn't give two shits about that goddamn dog. Now, again, I have returned two dogs to these neglectful assholes. There was not going to be a third. Again, if you saw what I saw when I picked Buddy up, you would know what I'm talking about. And my friend who saw the Facebook post, She was like, you know, I'm just afraid because I told her. I was like, thank you for letting me know, but I'm not giving this dog back. And she was like, I'm, you know, what if they're crazy? I'm I'm, I'm afraid for you. What if they find out uh, you have their dog? And I was like, let me stop you right there. I love you, but I'm going to correct you. First and foremost, it's not their dog anymore. They don't have a goddamn dog, right? I snatched that goddamn dog up. And two, you talk about the crazy people like I'm not the founding member of the crazy people club. I'm a fucking insomniac with a seven degree black belt and diagnosed anger issues. If you want to, and I told her, they can have this dog when they knock on this door and kick my ass and take him. But I'm not going to sit there and let you fucking abuse this dog until he's dead. So I just wanted to let you guys know that Buddy's good to go. And he's a read now. He's a fighter. He's one of us. And again, like, I I actually kind of hope these fuckers, and gang, I have not adjusted my walking schedule one bit. again, if they come out of their house, and like, oh, oh, we've been looking for our dog. I was like, I'm going to correct you. You ain't got a dog no more. At least not this one, right? Well, no, really, that's ours. Like, I don't think you heard me. This is my dog. He's a reed now, and his name is Buddy, right? Like, from my trans brothers and sisters. I won't even say his dead name. And I know what it is, because that's not who he is anymore. Again, if they can come over and kick my ass and take this dog, they can have him. But until then, gang, oh, by the way, hashtag that shit will never happen. Never, ever, 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 ever in your fucking life, as my dad used to say, the most dangerous man in the room is the one with nothing to lose. Gang, my, emotionally, my back's up against the wall. And if you pick a fight with me, Jack, you'd be ready to go all the way. Again, you know who saved this goddamn dog? Me. You know who neglected that goddamn dog? Them. Them. So, no, they don't get this dog back. But he's officially a motherfucking Reed as he's sitting there sleeping. (laughs) He's earned it. He's earned it. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go.
1: and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth.
0: Black gang this is sitting on some bullshit it is the start of the college football season there is one game being aired right now Nebraska and Illinois I thought maybe my cable and internet went back out again now if I wanted to watch the little league world series I'm good to go just so happens I don't give a fuck about the world series that that seven year olds play you know what I want to watch college football you know what look they're playing Premier League soccer right now. I don't give a shit. I just want to watch college football. Is that too much to ask? Now, some kid just looks like he probably took a ball to his knee. Oh, let's take a look here. And did he? Oh, this is gonna be bad. This is uh-oh, uh, uh, and and oh oh uh, uh, Did he blow something? I don't know. This, this you know a gang? Football 101. Non-contact injuries are always the worst. This, nothing happened. Nothing happened. And he went down. If you go down in pain and no one touched you, you, you blew something. That, that's not good. Now, okay, before I get back on topic, now they're showing the shorts that kid. this kid blew his knee. This is not, and he's a kid. He's a, He's not moving, gang. He is not moving. Good luck, little bastard. Good luck. But before I get back, they showed this shortstop that uh, threw this ball to first base. It was an outstanding throw. Gang, maybe it's just because of my age. I don't know. But let me tell you guys something. Okay, the game's on. The game's on. I don't know. No no fire alarms. Gang, whoever started this look for white boys, this shaggy haircut, this uncut. Stop fucking doing that. I mean, fuck me. It is not hard to go, I was about to say Sally's. Do white people shop at Sally's? White people don't even know what the fuck Sally's is. It's a black beauty. It's for ethnic hair and beauty products. Do you know what the fucked up thing is? Quick side note. I'm going to side note that this may be the first nine-hour episode. When you go to like, at least down here in Texas, like in HEB, when you go to the beauty section, right? I mean, I bullshit you not... of that aisle, it is for white women and white men. There's at least at the HEB next to my house, gang, when I tell you the section for ethnic hair, as I'm looking at it in my head, it's like two shelves, and they've got like, I maybe they got like some uh, lotion, Uh, I think they got like um, uh, some bump stopper, I mean, it fucked me. But the point is, Go to a fucking, any store, every store, especially here in the South, caters to fucking white people. Get that shaggy shit under control. And if you're having some financial trouble, shit, we'll we'll get a GoFundMe. For like 20 bucks, you can go get a fucking set of clippers, and you can just put it on one and shave until that shit is all even. Stop doing that. It looks fucking terrible. Holy shit, what's the matter with you guys? Okay, gang, we're moving on. So I saw some shit, right? And it, it was a state rep or someone from Texas. I didn't even bother to remember this fucker's name. But as you guys know, we are instituting, not just in Texas, but especially in the South, We in red states, I wonder why that is. We are instituting voter restriction acts that they're literally up there with like grandfather clauses, literacy tests, Jim Crow laws. They're not even trying to hide it. They aren't even tr- the, the one that pisses me off the most. So there, if you don't know, there's this initiative called souls to the polls. So after church, their buses, their vans, and they will take black people to go vote. Right. It, it, we don't have to work that day normally. And it's, we're all organized. And if you go to church, they can go and take 50 people, a hundred people. They close the polls on Sundays. again, uh, what was that idiot's name? She was giving biblical justification about you know you know don't work. Shut the fuck up. First and foremost, despite what you assholes think, this is actually a secular nation, right? And the whole argument, well, the founding. Shut the fuck up. The majority of the founding fathers, if you just read, they were deists. They weren't theists. There are many quotes all over the place where they straight up said. Pretty much religion is useless, useless, right? This is not a Christian nation. That is a fucking talking point. It is predominantly Christian, but it is not run by Christianity. Now, again, this lady was a state rep. This is her fucking job to know this. But yet here's yet another memo from the desk of the brain damaged C student. You passed a law, and if your only reason For passing it is what was in Exodus? Fuck you. We don't make laws based on what the Bible says. We don't. But we do in this fucking country. And that's what's so fucked up about it. But again, we are passing laws that are straight up fucking racist. Yes, they are racist. Shut the fuck up. And the problem, let me get on this. The reason why, gang... The reason why this is a conversation piece, so when you say, you know, that's some racist-ass shit, the ar- our bar for racism is so incredibly low that when someone can go another 24 hours without calling a black person a nigger, they're like, well, I can't be racist. Okay, yeah, you can. You got to understand, racism is an attitude. Racism is how you align yourself. Racism, it comes down to what you agree with sometimes. Yeah, like, if you look at these archaic-ass voter uh, suppression laws, and you're like, what seems to be the problem? It's because you're a racist sack of shit. That's why, right? But this asshole was getting up and giving a speech because they were going to talk about, you know, the voter restrictions and everything else, or as they call voting integrity, right? And this guy said, you know, before we have this talk, you know, let's just agree. And uh, yeah, one, this is a white Trumplican. And he got up there's like, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about, you know, the, the voting equality and the, the what uh, you know the voter integrity laws. It, let, don't call it racist. We can't. We let's not use the word racism. And of course, all the white people in the room are like, "Yeah, yeah." Don't call it racist. Well, gang, again, it's like Greg Abbott. You can teach that the Ku Klux Klan existed. You just can't teach that they were morally bad. Again, Greg Abbott. What the fuck else do you say about the KKK? That's it. That's the whole storyline, right? Again, this is not just a matter of a mild disagreement. They murdered, they raped, they intimidated. Now, if you cannot call that morally bad, it's because you're Greg Abbott and a Christian, right? And so when he got up there, he was like, we're not going to use the word racist, okay? Let's not use the word racist. And then some lady got up, and she was like, yo, these voter bills, they're straight up fucking racist. And I was like, hey, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 you can't say that, you can't say Okay, here's the bottom line, fuck faces. If you don't want people to call the bills and laws that you support racist, make sure that they are not fucking racist, Jack. Now, if John Doe forces Susie Q To do a sex act that she is violently saying no to and he overpowers her and makes her do it. And then at the end, he's like, okay, you know what? Um, What just happened? We're not going to use the word rape to describe that. Okay, fuck face. If you don't want the word rape to be used, don't do rapey ass shit. It's really just that simple. Now, again, these laws, there's no way about it. There's no other way to describe it. They restrict the ability of financially disenfranchised blacks and Mexicans to go to the fucking voting booth. They're still leaning on this bullshit that Trump lost the election. Red states turn blue for the first time. Do you know how fucked up you are when Georgia turns blue? When the leadership in this country is so bad. that's like getting a text not to say yee-haw. You know what I'm saying? Georgia is red. Georgia is red. Georgia is red. Georgia is red. Trump was so fucked up that Georgia voted blue for the first time since 1494. And to catch that shit before they do it again, you know, vote their conscience, they put in all these restrictive-ass laws. Right. And that's what Texas did that. I mean, it's 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 this is not up for debate. This is not up for debate. Again, I will get to you right after I have a long, lengthy discussion with people who think the earth is flat. My ex-wife is a good person and pepperoni goes great with fucking mushrooms, pineapple and apple slices on your fucking pizza. I'm not listening to that bullshit. These voters laws are straight up racially suppressive. But he got up there and he said, okay, we can have this talk about voter integrity, but, you know, we can't use the word racism. And that lady got up and she was like, this is some racist ass shit. And then literally got up and said, oh, you can't say that. We we just agreed on that. It's like, no, we didn't. You agreed on it. Again, let's go all the way back to season one of Jen and motherfucking truth. Uncle Bobby's been saying for the longest. We can't get anywhere, game, because we do not have the same conversation. They are calling it voter integrity. It's actually just racist as shit. Again, if you don't want to be accused of rape, I strongly suggest you don't do rapey as shit. Yeah, that wasn't a minor disagreement. Right? So again, to wrap this portion up, if you don't want your voting laws to be called racist, Do a long deep dive and make sure they actually are not racist. Because again, when you work for 12 bucks an hour, you gotta need those 12 bucks an hour. And if you are restricting people's time to to vote, again, if you got all kinds of cash, or let's just say you're middle class and your voting station is literally across the street from you, what's it to you? Right? (laughs) Ah, 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 to close this one out, actually. I told you, I'm learning so much about my family in the last 90 days, it's fucking ridiculous. Again, again, do you guys realize that I'm Generation X black person? Do you even know what that means? Generation X African Americans in this country are the first generation of black people to be able to enjoy full rights. My cousin Tina is in her early 60s I have rights just being born that Tina didn't have. So again, you guys want to sit here and act like this is 9 million years ago. I'm related to people. First cousins, several first cousins. Actually, now I think about it because I'm closer to the lower middle on the uh, uh, rank of age in my family. I think about two or three of us were born at a time where blacks did not have equal rights. We still don't. But gang, my mother... Grew up not being able to vote, and when they finally said, "Ah, you niggers can vote," my mom's nearest voting booth ten miles away. You know what she did? She hot footed it. My mother walked her black ass all the way there to vote for a candidate that she knew in advance would lose. She just she knew her voice needed to be heard. Then she walked twenty miles back, right. The average person today can't decide what fucking taco truck they're going to eat at that day without an hour-long discussion with their significant other and doing 900 fucking Yelp reviews. My mom hot-footed it 20 miles, literally, just to cast a single, meaningless fucking vote. That's my mom. Not my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother. My mom. Again, these vo- there's no other way to describe these voter bills other than racially fucking suppressive. So again, fuckface, whatever your name is. Again, I'm not even going to give you the dignity of saying your first and last fucking name, Clanny Matt Klansman. If you don't want your shit to be called racist, make sure it is not racist. How hard is that, fucker? All right, gang, we're moving on. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth let's go all right gang all is right in the world uh illinois versus nebraska no this is not the next topic i just <laughs> uh but college football is back on and gang i actually did it's not one of my better episodes i'll admit but i, I don't think they changed it I, I think there was a discussion uh the fighting a uh mascots named after uh native american uh tribes the Illini, it wasn't on the uh, chopping block, but they did talk about it. I just built hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like racial anger. But again, I told you on that episode, the reason why the and I will always get the thumbs up for me is because the actual Illini tribe gave it the thumbs up. And if you are the Illini mascot, you have literally lived with the Eli and I tribe, and you learn all their customs, all their traditions. You hear all their stories, good and bad, and then it is the tribe that says this person is worthy. So I just had to throw that one in there. Oh fuck me! They, yeah, you know how you're getting old when the guy who's coaching y- you played against him. <laughs> right? You're just like, how the fuck did that happen? So he's like, wow, Jesus H Christ, the the head coach. Uh, of Nebraska. He and I are almost the same age. God damn. I don't know who to go for. I think I'm going to go for Nebraska. I think I'm going to go for Nebraska. I always like Nebraska. And fuck Illinois. All right, but back on topic. All right, so the next one up, gang. Anti-mask. I just don't understand this bullshit. I, I just, I really don't. And I just really think it is a stupid hill to literally die on. Again, I've said this before. We're talking about a four-inch piece of cloth cloth. That goes over your fucking face. Again, all you assholes, all you patriots who sit here and scream about how much you love the troops. No, you don't. No, you don't. You sit there and you talk about how much you love the troops. These people are dressed head to fucking toe. They carry guns the size of a fifth grader. And when it's time to get their hands dirty, they're in fucking scuba gear. They're in a desert desert. On a cool day, it's 115, and they're wearing full camis, and, 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 and you can't be bothered to wear a mask for 20 minutes to, to, to go make groceries. You can't be serious. And I don't and again, y- y'all remember when COVID first started, and we were making these videos for you know, oh, football players aren't your real heroes. They're the doctors and the nurses. Right? We had fucking Richard Mark songs playing, right? I'll be right here waiting. Shut the fuck up. Right? And we were doing these slow motion as a lady just did a 24-hour shift. And we were, oh, bravo. You're so brave. You're so brave. Hey, fuck face. That lady wore a fucking mask. Out of those 24 hours she worked nonstop, she wore that mask for 97 straight hours. She did And she was doing emergency procedures on stupid assholes like you guys. But yet you can't be bothered to wear a fucking mask. You guys are so hypocritical. I mean, you're so, fuck me. Is that hypocrite spelled with an I or a Y? Is that C or is it with three fucking K's? All you got to do is wear, it's literally the dumbest hill to fucking die on. Literally. Literally. And, you're, and all we get to hear about is our freedoms and our rights. It's a slippery slope. If they can get you to wear a mask, then, then what? What? Then they're going to save your life? Again, we have actual rights being stripped away from American citizens right in front of our fucking face. We don't have to do any make-believe. Where is this fucking fire and fury when Greg Abbott took the right away from women to make decisions with their own bodies? Not a peep from you assholes. Not only did Greg Abbott make sure that no woman in the state of Texas can ever get an abortion ever the fuck again, because he didn't make it illegal, he put a bounty on women. An actual bounty. So if Susie Q across the street, if I suspect she went and got an abortion, I can report her. And I can literally get paid money. Where is your outrage? You're talking about your slippery slope. That has got nothing to do with the mask. Nothing. I just finished telling you. Voting rights. They are being squashed. Again, we don't have to make believe shit. This is not voter integrity. This is called racism. These laws target brown and blacks. These rules target people who are statistically more likely To vote Democrat. They are literally working proactively to steal the next election. This is why I'm all but certain Abbott, DeSantis, all these assholes are acting the way they're acting because the Republican Party of old is dead and gone. What's left is the new Trumplican party and whoever runs for Republican has to be a Trumplican and you have to get their support. They are proactively trying to steal a fucking election. Where is your outrage? Oh, I know. It's focused on a four-inch piece of cloth. Again, using these melodramatic terms, right? What about choking? Again, if you can sit here and say that we're choking our children, then you've never been choked. And I'm not talking in a sexy, vibrant kind of way either. Gang, 25 years as a martial artist. I know well the sensation. You know, I, <laughs> funny story about that. I remember doing a seminar and my assistant, I was trying to tell la- the ladies, you know, it, you can still function while being uncomfortable. Now, my assistant is very short. So she got on a stool behind me and I always do the same thing. It's like, you, you recite the alphabet. You just tell me a story about yourself while I slowly choke you. Serious. And I'm sitting there and I had Georgette get behind me, and I was, you know, my name's Robert Reed, you know, my family's from New Rose, Louisiana, and gang, I'm not bullshitting. She went for it for whatever reason, and I got that tunnel vision, and the room started to go dark, and I kind of discreetly, I kind of tapped her. I was like, gotta stop, (laughs) right? You're hurting me, (laughs) right? And gang, I bullshit you not. Now it's uncomfortable. When you feel your ability, when you reach for what's normally an involuntary action, and you can't do it, you 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 start to panic a little bit. You really do. Yeah, that's not what we're doing to kids, gang. That's not what we're doing to kids at all whatsoever, right? And, and then it's like Marjorie Taylor, fuck face green, and she's not the only one. She is not the only one who has compared mask mandates to Auschwitz because, yeah, that's exactly what happened at Auschwitz. Hitler and the SS, they, they rounded up over 6 million Jews for free healthcare, no, that's that's not what they did, and that's really what it comes down to, gang. Free healthcare. The only thing you have to spend is time. Now, take it from a guy who's fully vaccinated. It took me longer to sit in the waiting room to get the shot than it actually did to get the fucking shot. Now, the first one was uh uh I was the female. Um, fuck my pharmacist. Cause I went to a drugstore. She just made some small talk with me. And I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's done. The, the second one was a male pharmacist. And he literally just sat me down in the chair, hit me with the needles. I like, get the fuck out. I was like, okay, that, that's it. And you'll never guess what. There's no nano tracker in my body. And like I told you on my last episode, if you want to track me, knock yourself out. Again, the only thing a government agency right now is saying is, I'm pretty sure this fucker's trying to commit suicide. This dude goes through fucking five 1.7 liter pours every fucking two days. right? If you want to spy on me, knock yourself out. You got way more free time than I do. But again, our, our actual rights are being stripped away from us. you mean this is just a distractionary topic. Again, there is no war on your freedoms because we don't want a cough to kill someone's next door neighbor. So, again, it's just, it, it, it is absolute positive bullshit, which kind of ties me into the, the next topic, right? And I'm just going to drink just because it's Saturday. Anti-vax lingo, right? Because I, I heard lots of them say it. Marjorie Taylor fuckface green, bobbit, whatever the fuck. And the last one I heard was Kirk Cousins, and I'm about to dig off in his ass. I'm definitely going to tee off a drink for that ass wipe. But it's the, the, the phrase is, this is an intensely private medical choice. You, you don't have the right to ask me, have I been vaccinated? Okay, let me, shut the fuck up, drama queen. No, this isn't some intensely private, we're not asking Do you have a micro penis, and if so, you know, would you post a picture on Facebook while holding on to two forms of government ID so we can make sure? No, that's exact. It's, it's, did you get a needle put in your arm and did they hit you up with some COVID juice? We don't want your social security number. I don't want the routing number to your bank account, right? It's just, hey, did you get a shot with that? That's an intensely prep. No, it's not. No, it is not. You know what it's like, gang? I bullshit you not. It's gonna be the world's worst comparison. But for everything that just came to my mind, I just belch unprofessional. That one tasted like sleepiness. My eyes opened up at 147. Now, one day, gang, I am going to wake up and the sun will already be out. Now, that, that is a goal of mine. I can't tell you the last time I woke up and the sun was out. Sometimes, gang, there are a few things less emotionally violent. Been watching the sunrise on a fucking Saturday. God damn it. Where the fuck was I? I told you, I go on these fucking, ra- oh, that's right. The fucked up ass comparison. So, uh, what was it? Five, six years ago? Hold on, where was I? Shit, I was uh, medical choice, um, intentionally private. I'm not even going to make that comparison. I can't remember where the fuck I was. But again, oh, it's a talking point. And it's, it's a very sly way of saying I'm anti-mask slash anti-vax. Uh, 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 mas- uh, no, that's okay. I'm going to do the fucked up ass comparison. So, gang, years ago, the University of Texas, where I played football, hired their first ever black football coach. Yeah, it took that fucking long, right? <laughs> and Charlie Strong. Now, when Charlie got on campus... All you heard was, okay, that's not a head coach. Okay, he's not qualified. No, at best, at best, he's an over glorified position coach. Maybe on a great day, he, he he needs to be a defensive coordinator at some D2s. Okay. And then we were all saying, that's some racist shit. It was like, well, no one, you know, called him a nigger. And it's like, okay, go down the laundry list of UT football coaches. White, 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 black guy. Now, the University of Texas head coaching position, it is probably one of the top two most scrutinized positions in all of college sports. If you go somewhere and you win 99 straight conference championships and you come to Texas as a new head coach, they're like, you suck, right? It's just a hard job to have, gang. And every coach has a unique criticism, kind of. But for the first time ever, we question a coach's intelligence level. Now, some of you are already shrugging your shoulders. Let me tell you why that's racist. Because there are historical foundations to cutting a black person to their intellectual core. That's why they killed Emmett Till. Emmett was too stupid to follow simple directions. Right? Hey, nigger, d- don't, don't rape that white woman. He wasn't gonna rape that white woman. <laughs> right? So, so they killed him. I got a million examples. There, there's, a, there, there's a racial foundation to cutting a black person at their intelligence level. Again, when John Makovic became the Texas head coach when I played, you know what they said? Oh, he's just not a Texas guy. He's not the kind of guy that's gonna wear jeans and you know and you know, and chug a beer. You know what? They're absolutely right. But you know what they did say? He's incredibly organized. He's an offensive mastermind. You want to know why? He was. Charlie Strong is a magnificent coach. Go look at what he did to Louisville before he got to the University of Texas. No, he's not an over-glorified position coach. They cut him at his intelligence level. Now, my point is, that's racist without calling a man a nigger. You see what I'm saying? You can be anti-vax. You can be anti-mask without straight up saying, I'm... That's why they throw that shit out. That's the tie-in. You know, it's like, well, it's an intensely, you know, private matter. No, it's not. No, it is not. You're just one more person who's sitting there (laughs) pumping the brakes. And again, you want to stop talking about Delta? Guess what? So does everyone else. But I told you, we are not going to get up and over until we get enough people playing on the same team. And according to the CDC, enough means 70%. And, gang, there are places in the South where there are literally, Texas is one of them. It's illegal to make a mask mandate. There are places in the South where the vaccination rate is literally like 20 to 30%. You wanna turn the page? Enough of us have to do our job. All right, gang, goddamn. I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. Again, you know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again. Then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and
1: Truth.
0: I'm black again. Gang, we're going to keep going down this anti-vax, anti-mask uh, road here. The, the other talking point that I want to hit is the my body, my choice. Okay. Obviously, they're ripping that off from the pro-choice crowd, right? And here's the thing, gang. Here's the motherfucking thing. They're right. It, it is their body. And I told you on another episode, you have yet. To hear me, you just really, you know, tee off on people who are 100% anti-vax. Mask. Vax. Again, I told you, I don't know your reason. Uh, I'm not making fun of you. That's why I'm saying enough of us have to do this. And when you find out that someone doesn't want to get vaxed or wear a mask, that means you just got to double up on your efforts. Seriously. It's water being a team. It's the way this shit works out. But the whole my body, my choice, let me tell you why that's not valid. It's just not valid. And I've already told you all my stance. On women getting abortions right but it is my body it is uncle bobby's body i'm sitting here and gang i'm going to put so much liquid poison into my body my liver before i go to bed tonight will be so black and fucking bloated it could play fullback for the fucking chicago bears it is my body it is my choice but nothing happens in a fucking vacuum. If I just fucking get totally twisted and I get in my car and I drive down the street and I take out a family of four in a minivan, my personal decision just affected somebody else. You see what I'm saying? And so again, I I, I can't stop you. But Uncle Bobby is going to kick the actual factuals. You're right. It is your body. You do not have to get the shot, wear a mask. You can sit there and gather in crowds like I've seen people do. We got a football game coming up next week at UT. Gang, I promise you, Uncle Bobby's going to become more of a hermit than what he is already, which means I may never leave my fucking house again. We're going to have 100,000 people all sitting there elbow to elbow. Again, there's going to be a spike. There's going to be a fucking spike. But again, my point is, again, I can sit here and I can drink. I can drink my ass off. And if I don't leave here, you're right. My body, my choice. I know lots of people who smoke. Their body, their choice. Smoke all you want. But when you sit there and you toke up in your middle of a restaurant, not that you can smoke in restaurants anymore, and you blow it out, the person at the table next to you who chooses not to smoke, you just made a personal decision for them. And we don't have to get into fucking talk about, you know, secondhand smoke and cancer and everything like that. But I remember, gang, uh, I can't, oh, I was in fucking Vegas. What the fuck was I doing in Vegas, <laughs> right? And I remember I, I was doing a little gambling. I was hitting that one arm bandit. I am legitimately allergic to cigarette smoke. I am. Expose me enough, my body goes into operation shutdown. It really, really does. And I was like, ah, fuck it. When's the next time I'm coming back to Vegas? Gang, let's just say that was a Friday. Saturday, I spent all day in bed. I was was hurting. I was a hurting-ass dog. I was exposed. I did not smoke, but enough smokers made a choice for me. Again, you don't have to get vaccinated. You do not have to wear a mask. But again, when you lean on this thing that it's my body, my choice, you're right. Right up until the point to where your personal decision costs someone else their life. And again, you can sit here and call me dramatic and all this other shit. You can sit here and tell me how, you know, I'm being brainwashed by the liberal media. It's not the liberal media that has shut down an entire country. It's just not. It's not the liberal media that's got fucking, again, like I told you Yeah, You remember this time last year when they said COVID cannot touch children. Then Delta came along and said, bitch, hold my nuggets. Again, it is is. You're right. It is your choice right up until the point where you give it to fucking somebody else. Okay, i that's just going to give me right into fucking Kirk Cousins. He's a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't like Kirk Cousins, gang. I do not like Kirk Cousins at all. Because, <laughs> right? again, you are a football player, Jack, and that's what hurts me so much. Again, it's something that you learn probably in high school football. Always be careful what you say and what you do. There's always a pair of little eyes looking up at you. Again, if Kirk Cousins says, I eat vegetables, do you know how many kids are going to go out there and start eating their fucking vegetables? Seriously. And and he said some fucked up ass shit I saw on a video yesterday where he straight was like, I'm not going to get the shot. It's like, again, I don't know everyone's excuse. Knock yourself out. I am not calling him a name for that. But he said he was covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. And they're like, well, what if you die from this, Kirk? He said, well, I'm going to have peace, and I'm going to go to heaven. Okay. Again, fuck all of you guys if that's what you're stressing. Because, again, I promise, I speak for every single last one. No, you would not die for Jesus. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. You know how I know? Again, I, I hear the songs uh, what oh God, what was it? Jesus freak? I'm I'm going back to my Christian days, right? Anyways, and there's a series of videos where it's like, oh, I would absolutely give my life for Jesus Christ. I'd kill my kid for. Oh, absolutely. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. When you're in your Bible studies, you sound tough as shit. Let some dude named Abdul that you don't know put you on your knees. Let it, listen to that gun hand that uh, hammer cock back. Gang, I know so little about guns, but I do know that's called the hammer. <laughs> Let him cock the hammer back. Let Abdul say in an accent that you don't recognize. Says, if your next breath does not include the words, Jesus is not God, I'm going to blow your brains out. Do you know what you Christians would say? You'd be like, uh, uh, Mr. Abdul, uh, would you like that in A minor or A flat? Would you like me to sing it in baritone? Would you like me to jerk you off while I say you you would you would fucking crumble? You're not gonna sit here and die for fucking Jesus and let Kirk Cousins' monkey ass sit up there and get that kind of COVID. Where breathing, much less talking, feels like a fucking chore. Oh, he'll get he he will change his mind in a fucking heartbeat, right? But again, he sat up there. again, it's like, you know, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. That's why I don't need the vaccine. Gang, when Delta turns to Lambda, when Lambda turns to Sigma, when Sigma turns into Alpha, we're going to keep going all the way to fucking Omega until this thing wipes us off the planet. Because of stupid bastards like him. And again, you are part of a team, Kirk Cousins. That's what bothers me about this shit. Right? Again, yeah. Quick story time. John Makovic. I told you. That's that's the guy I graduated under. Gang, the the Texas OU game, it is unique. It is literally a rivalry from hell. We hate each other. We just do. It it is a bloodbath. My only mission is to break one of their necks, and their mission is to break my leg. I was part of the last class to where the the game is called the tunnel. It's famous in college football. And they would keep Texas and OU in the tunnel until kickoff. And, gang, I can't even come close to telling you the things that was said and heard for those three minutes where we're, long story short, we got into a fight. That's how much we hate each other, gang. It just is. Then the next year, is like, I've got a good idea. The home team is in the tunnel first. Then they go out. Then the visitors. That's just the way it works. So, my point is, it is one of the most heated rivalries in all of football. One of those, I think it was the 93 or 94 game, game, we went in Texas, my team, we went in there injured. I think I was only like several weeks removed from badly injuring my arm. I mean, we were a mass unit. And Coach Makovic, his message was, in order to pull this victory off, Some of y'all are going to have to do shit that you don't want to do, right? Again, it's like when I played, uh, inside linebackers weren't your moneymakers. Outside linebackers were. And so you're trying to say, look, if the inside linebacking core is banged up, we're probably going to need one of you outside guys to play inside. That's just the way it works out. Running backs, we found out that their secondary is completely injured. We, We run the game normally 30 to 40 times a game. That may be cutting. It was, you're gonna to have to do your part, which means doing shit that you don't like doing. That's what a team does, gang. That's not what John McAvick said, gang. Not at all. And so we got up there again. His in theory perfect, in practice not so much. He got up there, and he was. What did he say? He's like, okay, uh, you know, one day you're, you're gonna to have to get a real job. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna to have to go into the real world. Yeah. Uh, you're you're gonna have to wear, you know, a five thousand dollar custom made, Italian made suit. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to do that. You're gonna have to wear argyle socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to wear your wingtip shoes. You got to go to your board meetings. Yeah. You're gonna have to carry like oh fuck me, it's the OU game, Jack. If you just went in there and say, boys, remember to wash your hands after you take a shit. And we were just, let's take the shit out of OU. That he fucked it up, but his message was fucked up. In theory, he was right. And my point is, in order to beat OU, and we did, again, you're going to have to do something that you don't enjoy. The the, the name that means the most isn't Reed. It isn't Brackens. It's Texas. Do what you have to do so Texas wins this game. Game, that's a really long way to go to say, again, Kirk Cousins plays on a team for a living Again, the, the only way we're going to get through COVID is if we play as a fucking team. There are no nano trackers, And I promise you, Kirk does not have a legitimate medical exemption as to why it is he cannot take the vaccine. Kirk is a Christian and they showed his dad preaching. Yeah, I think like Southern Baptist saying the most asinine medically irrelevant shit ever. Again, again, I, I, one more story on this one. I told you guys, a friend of mine, I think it was just last year. Actually, it was last year. Uh, I went to go have dinner with a friend. Her husband was out of town, and I was like, yo, could you go and hang out? I was like, yeah, of course I will, man. It's a normal thing. Their son kind of looks up to me, right? Doesn't really know nor care that I play football, but I'm just this big guy with muscles, right? And, and it was, oh, God, it was a vegetable soup. Oh, gang, it was fucking terrible. And he, he, like me, just does not like veggies. And moms, she poured, you know, the shit in my bowl, poured it in his bowl. And she was like, Robert, he just does not like vegetables. It's just, it's like, it's like, I totally get it. My mom had the same problem. But gang, I know the kid kind of looks up to me. So you know what I did? Uncle Bobby... Ate his fucking vegetables. I was like, look, dude, for every two bites of mine, you take a half of yours. Come on. And it, and it turned into a game. He actually videoed it. And I said, I, I, I can't release it because I don't have, you know, permission, but it's a cute video. <laughs> and it was like, dude, man up. And then it went from, it's like, dude, spoon up. Spoon up. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> right? But again, my point is, you're part of a team. And if, especially if you are football, like I told y'all before, I line up 10 parents right now and ask them, give me the name of all your son's best friends. You couldn't do it. Give me the names of all their teachers. Can't do it. where they go to school? Can't do it. What was their major? Can't do it. They can go down all the fucking NFL football teams and tell you everything there is to know about each starting quarterback. Football players have influence and we should take advantage of that. Kirk Cousins gets fucking vaccinated. How many people the next day line up at their local fucking uh, drugstore to get that shot? Kirk Cousins had an opportunity to do something great, and he completely fucked it up. Gang, it's got to be somewhat of a vaccine kind of day. I got one more item before I jump into the big daddy of them all. Thanks for hanging in there with Uncle Bobby. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Gang, this may be a four-parter. This one may be a four-parter. I'm sorry. This is what happens when I don't record in a while. I got to get a whole bunch of shit out. But I told you, didn't I? Yeah. Gang, one of the most satisfying uh, phrases in the English language today is I told you so. I told you alls monkey asses, every time Fox News airs, they commit homicide. And I was not exaggerating when I told you that, gang. I did not. And I told you, there is nothing a Democrat can do that Fox News, again, you don't have to convert to being a Democrat, but there's nothing Biden nor the Biden administration can do where Fox will say, okay, again, I'll give you that one. And I saw a snippet, because again, I don't watch Fox, but it was on my YouTube shit. And again, one of the main things that Fox jumped on Even though Trump deemed it warp speed was, you know, well, it's not FDA approved. You know, you, you know, you don't put stuff that you don't know in your body. It's not FDA approved women. You're going to grow a dick guys. You're going to die. shut the fuck up. Fox news. Seriously. Right. And then they got FDA approval. You know what they said? What took you so long? So again, it doesn't matter. There's nothing that a Democrat can do that Fox is going to say, okay. Now, I'll give you that. I'll spot you that one. Okay, gang. Fox News. They went from pushing fucking a malaria drug. Was that chloroquine or whatever the fuck it's called? They went from that. I can't even say the name. I really did try to rehearse it, but there are just certain words that can't leave my mouth. Did you guys know it took me till the ninth grade? True story. Before I could say the word variety, I could not string those vowel sounds together. You just... Certain words, I have a block on. So I can't even act like I can pronounce this now. I know it starts with an I. I think there's a V in it, right? But long story short, gang, it's a deworming pill. Yeah. For cows and for horses. Yeah. And then Fox, uh, I saw Tucker do it. You know, the main three fucking idiots. The K, the K, and the other K. Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, and... Fucker Tucker Carlson, right? They're both fucking pushing. All three of them are pushing this eye drug, the the horse pill. And they were citing that India has had phenomenal results with this medication. Okay, first and foremost, right? That's like going to a homeless person literally for fucking financial advice. India's uh, COVID shit is fucking terrible, Jack. They literally live on top of each other. One of the most densely populated places on the planet. Their COVID shit is fucking awful. And since when did we start taking our lead from India? We don't. We just don't. But be- again, it's just so they can say something fucked up about a Democrat. Right now they're pushing this horse pill. Well, gang, you'll never guess what. Right? It's not working. And it's not like they even fuck. Okay, and here's a fucked up thing time. So here we go. I just got a spot from emotional support system. Time. Ivermectine. Teen like back. Teen. like back. Teen, the shit. Remember that back teen shit? You remember when you scraped your fucking knee and your mom hit your fucking scraped knee with that? Didn't it feel like someone was sawing off your fucking leg? Oh my fucking god! You kids have no idea how easy. Shut the fuck up. But again, we're, we're taking our medical advice from fucking India. Again, it's simply so you can say a Democrat did something wrong. Please go fuck yourself. Right? And again, it's not even like you're going to a vet's office. Gang, they're getting it from literal feed stores. And I saw some shit. Uh, it was in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a fucking horse dewormer. For horses! For, have you ever been in a fucking horse stall? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And so I saw this uh, clip from a uh, news station in Georgia, and this the reporter was just doing her uh, due diligence, and she was calling all the local feed stores, feed stores, asking for this horse dewormer, and they were all sold out. I mean, not you could not. It was on back order times twelve, gang. And she finally called a store and was like, do you have any of the horse dew warmer? You know what the person said? It's like, well, one, yes. And they're like, please tell me you're calling to do this for a horse. Gang, this is how far we have fallen. I mean, maybe this is just Darwinism. Maybe the stupid people need to die off. Because it's not like you're even going to a vet's office Again, these were the exact same people who said, I'm not taking the fucking vaccine because I don't know what's in it. But you know what we do know about this horse dewormer? It's for fucking horses. It's for horses. (laughs) And again, let me tell you guys something. So it's called Callahan's here in Austin. It's by the airport. I've been to Callahan's. I actually bought a friend a uh, Christmas gift. I bought bought her a... um, Kind of just your standard everyday chicken. She called it Penny, <laughs> right? Gang, if you're getting life-saving medicine from a place where you can get buy baby chickens, baby goats, and baby rabbits, and you that's where you buy your life-saving medicine, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not one to say glib things about death, you deserve to die. You, you just do. And if you just heard this and a light bulb went off, and when I said don't buy life-saving medication from the same store, you can buy a cute bunny rabbit. M- matter of fact, don't write it down. Don't write it down. If you heard that and you're like, oh, that's a good idea, you're marked for deletion anyway. Y- you are. You're the reason why we had those fucking signs on fucking hair dryers that say don't use this in the fucking uh, bathtub. I mean, if you just if you heard that and you're like, that's some good advice, you're going to die soon anyway. Again, I don't make glib marks about death, but seriously. Again, we're not taking the vaccine because we don't know what's in it, but we know 100% that this is used for large four-legged animals to make sure they don't have worms. Again, it's selling off the shelves, gang. Horses are suffering, (laughs) horses can't get dewormed because enough stupid bastards are buying it to cure COVID. Again, gang, if you are getting life-saving human medication from a feed store, you get exactly what you got coming. All right, gang, we're going to go into the Big Daddy. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth let's go gang nebraska is losing it's all right it's only it just started All all right gang i did an episode about ashley babbitt now if you don't remember who that is first and foremost congratulations ashley babbitt was uh the person who was shot by a capitol police officer you know while they were doing the whole insurrection shit right And Ashley Babbitt's husband got on Fuckface Tucker Carlson show. And, you know, they made her look like the victim, right? And they were using words like execute. And why won't they give us a name of the executioner? First and foremost, gang, words are important. They carry a certain weight, right? Gang, they released. And the reason why, they weren't hiding anything. They were not hiding a damn thing. They were doing an investigation. And now that the investigation has been concluded, you know what they said about the guy? And I'm about to say his name, and we're going to hashtag, and we're going to drink to him, and he's going to get the title of motherfucking. They said the shooting was justified. They said doing what you did literally saved lives. They weren't hiding it. They were doing an investigation. Gang, Michael motherfucking Bird, the Capitol fucking police officer, shot Ashley Babbitt in the shoulder. She was taken to the hospital. She died en route, right? She wasn't executed. She wasn't hunted down. She broke the law. Now, let me tell you why words are fucking important. One, Uncle Bobby likes drinking. And two, how about this? On the count of three, if you got a drink, if you got a gummy, or if you got a joint, we're going to hit it for Michael motherfucking Bird. Three, two, and one. That was for Michael motherfucking Bird, Jack. He's earned the title of motherfucking, right? He did his job. He literally saved lives, just like that other Capitol Police officer. You remember that guy? He he waited for the mob, the mob, the insurrectionists, the terrorists. He got their attention. He ran up the stairs. He looked one way to make sure shit was going right. He went left. He was taking them away from everyone so that they, he put his life in, you know, like the fucking troops all you assholes love to jerk off. He put his life at risk. Two black officers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Negroes. <laughs> They put their lives in danger so that others can be safe. That's what they did. He shot her after giving warnings. Again, it's like the fucking hairdryer thing. Do we really have to tell you don't storm the fucking Capitol building? Again, look at all the videos this lady cut. Again, Fox will tell you otherwise. January 6th was not an accident. That shit was planned. They meant to wreck shop that day. They just absolutely fucking did. But again, when I tell you that, words matter. Again, Tucker and all those other assholes, they are racist sexist shit. They said the poor, innocent white woman was executed by the big, dirty Negro. They're hiding the identity. What are they hiding? Actually, not a fucking thing. They were actually following the law. They did an investigation. Gang, what did they say about black football players who kneeled we were called thugs we were told to leave the country we said we were disrespecting the flag you know what disrespecting the flag is it's storming the fucking nation's capital again i don't care for mike pence not at all but they sat there and they said hang mike pence hang mike pence you guys remember that They shit in the rotunda. They literally took a shit in the rotunda. Again, it's amazing what some of you fucks call disrespect. Calling attention to police brutality. Making the, apparently these some of y'all, making the fucked up ass suggestion that maybe, just maybe we shouldn't kill black people. Some way, somehow that's been called disrespect. Suggesting, that fucking, they should leave the country. Holy shit. Gang, you know how long it's been since I've seen a naked wheel route? Some of y'all are like, what the fuck is the naked wheel route? Just look that shit up. <laughs> Nebraska just fucking pulled a naked, hold on. Oh, fuck me. This was actually kind of cool. Hold on. There's your play action. Roll to the other side. Yep. So that, uh, the game has changed but that would have been the outside linebacker's job or maybe the inside linebacker's job. When the action goes away, you're not the guy who's going to make the fucking tackle. Your job is to make sure to check everything. We used to say leaking. Whatever leaks out of the back, that's your shit, right? I am not seeing a naked Will route in quite... Oh, uh, you know what? I know why. That's fucking Scott Frost as the head coach, Jack. He's my age. <laughs> he knows all the... And that's... Yeah. So again, I do a whole other episode on how much the game is topic. Again, black people who suggested don't kill other black people. We were called traitors. We said we were disrespectful. A white woman actually disrespected the country. Again, go look at all of her videos. That insurrectionist bitch straight up said we're going to go wreck shop. She called her shot, didn't she? Right, and what they Tucker Fox News, the exact same. You know what, gang? Hold on. I'm, I'm going to tee off on her just a little bit, but I, I don't want to rush this shit. Right. So I would say I'm going to call halftime, but apparently this is the third quarter. This is the longest episode in the history of Gin and Truth. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained again. Again. I'm about to freshen up. This delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again, again. Then I'll be back for part four of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin
1: and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. Yeah.
0: I'm black again, again. This is the longest episode in the history of fucking gin and truth. It's going to take me nine days to fucking mix this one. But getting back on fuckface face, Ashley Babbitt and the racist propaganda machine, otherwise known as fucking Fox News, Nebraska just scored, gang. So go Nebraska. But uh, again, Ashley Babbitt called her fucking shot. She was a conspiracy theorist. She supported QAnon. She supported Donald Trump. She said out loud in English words that we can understand that she was going to be part of the team that went fuck shit up at the Capitol. And again, if you actually have to be told, gang, I can go find a fifth grader right now and say, hey, your next door neighbor's house—should you break into it in the middle of the night without their permission? You know what that fifth grader is going to say? No. If you actually have to be told, she was a veteran. She was an Air Force fucking veteran. And again, a little known fact: the Soldier's Creed says you are to defend the Constitution of the United States. You don't pledge allegiance to a president. The Secret Service again. Just in case you guys aren't aware, they don't protect the person; they protect the office of the President of the United States. Whether you are a Democrat and a Republican's in the office, or vice versa, is irrelevant to your job. It, again, I can't remember the name of the man who took the shot and covered uh, Reagan's head when they put him in the um, the the limo when uh, Brady went nuts, but it did not matter whether that man, and you'll never find out. Your political allegiance is irrelevant to your job. Whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, when you take the soldier's oath, you defend the constitution of the United States. Nowhere in the soldier's promise, in the soldier's creed, does it say, I'm going to get on my knees and jerk off a president. If anyone should have known that what they were doing was against the law, it's a veteran. So, no, I don't feel, again, I'm not gloating over death. I'm not. But again, don't be too terribly shocked when you throw a baited hook into a pond and a fish bites. When you storm the nation's capital. When you've got police officers screaming, gun, gun, gun. It's probably because I've got a fucking gun. And it's probably pointed at you. And again, Fox News did everything they—not just her. And I remember, fuckface Laura Ingram. She interviewed some lady, and again, she was one of those that got caught. She's got a trial coming up, and you should have heard Laura's tone of voice, right? <laughs> like, are, 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 were you were you afraid? Well, no, Laura. I mean. It was just a big family gathering and we were literally praying to Jesus and and again, I bullshit you not this lady sat there and she said, and you know, we were just touring the Capitol and I dropped my phone and a, a nice Christian boy picked it up and was like, are are you okay? And Laura was like, Oh, I mean, you must've been so frightened. And you mean you were just sitting, shut the fuck up. Again, I've said this about other shit. When, when black people get shot by cops, Here's the bottom line, gang, and it counts in this instance as well. We demonize the black victim. We make angels and we make excuses out of the white oppressor. This bitch stormed the nation's capital and Laura Ingram gave her like three minutes to tell a sob story. Oh, oh, and the other thing was, you know, well, you've been called racist and everything else. And she's like, I can't be racist. Was it because her attorney made her read like Schindler's, whatever the fuck, right? It's like, I can't be racist. I read a book. It's like, okay. Yeah, I, again, gang, why Fox News is still on the air? I have no idea. But same thing with fuckface Tucker Carlson, right? Again, the black cop, right? Again, Trump said people who took a knee to say, don't kill black people, they were sons of bitches. That's what he said. Ashley Babbitt was simply, you know, her First Amendment rights, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So again, did you wrap this one up, as I belch, hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like racial injustice. But again, they, they use words like executioner. They said they were keeping his identity secret. What aren't they telling us? Now, the bigger question is, what aren't you saying, Tucker? What you should be saying is that Ashley Babbitt was a domestic terrorist. Again, when you fucking put a knife into an electrical outlet, you no longer get to act shocked when 50,000 volts of electricity course through your veins and you shit on yourself. You, you, you don't get the right to act shocked and surprised. An Air Force veteran, someone who swore to uphold the Constitution, did exactly the opposite. She got shot, and she's now dead. Again, no jokes. No, there, there's nothing funny to say about that. This is actually quite tragic. I'm not going to lose any sleepover, but this is a tragedy, gang. This is a fucking tragedy. And again, vocabulary words matter. This wasn't some innocent lady who went to go pick up diapers for her kid and tragically got caught in gang fire and just never made it back home. This was a domestic terrorist that got shot by a heroic Capitol Police officer. Again, one more thing before I uh, wrap up this entire fucking nine-hour-long show. At one of our reunions, uh, Letterman's reunions, one of my teammates became a police officer, and we were all joking with him, <laughs> Right? We were just fucking around. But I just remember what he said. And he was like, yo, you know, if you catch me with drugs, you're going to cut me and all this other shit. And I remember he said, don't force me to do my job. I'll never forget that. For as long as I shall live, he said, don't force me to do my job. If Ashley Babbitt would have, oh, I don't know, not did a fucking insurrectionist act, maybe that cop wouldn't have had to do his fucking job. Gang, Uncle Bobby has given you more problems than he has ever given you before a day in his life. So now Uncle Bobby is going to give you more solutions than he's ever given in his entire life. First one up, motherfucking Christians on the street corner, shut the fuck up. Again, I want it to be a private belief. We all want it to be a private belief, right? Again, I won't say shut the fuck up, When you shut the fuck up. Again, please notice how I've never done a single episode on how much garlic is in your dinner prep. You want to know why? I don't give a shit. But when I come home and you've broken into my house, you've used up all of my supplies, you're dirtying up my dishes, and I say, hey, a little heavy-handed on the garlic there. And you say, it's my dinner. Yeah, but you're cooking it in my house, dumb shit. Same thing here. These are public streets. I'm not saying you can't be out there. Knock yourself out. But when you make a public opinion, you no longer get to be offended when you get a public fucking response. Again, telling having your 13-year-old kid tell me I'm a useless sack of shit who's going to burn in hell, I don't care if it's your 13-year-old kid. I'm going to cuss that fucker out. Again, you don't want my critique. I don't want to hear your opinion. Are you ready to talk trade yet? Next one up, the people who neglected buddy. Shut the fuck up. Again, I am immeasurably glad that the Q-tip is a part of the Reed family now. Right? This fucker has done nothing but thrive. As he's sitting here knocked the fuck out. He gets fresh food. He gets a great place to sleep. And more importantly, He's now loved. The the, the Q-tip is an inspirational story for fucking anybody and everybody. And again, to the assholes who neglected this goddamn dog, you ain't got a dog no more. Right? I told you, I snatched your fucking dog up. He's a reed now. And you can knock on my door and say, I heard you found my dog. I told you, I'm going to stop you right there. You ain't got a goddamn dog no more. Buddy's a read. He will live that way the rest of his fucking life. Go, buddy. Next one up, sitting here saying we can't call racist shit racist. Shut the fuck up. These voter suppression laws, this is not about voting integrity. Again, it, it, you are creating a solution for a problem that does not exist. This was one of the most secure elections Ever. There have been recounts, recounts twice. There have been audits. We've voted by, we've counted by machine, we've counted by hand, and you'll never guess what? No fraud. They, they've again, they've already calculated fraud into the fucking process. You know what they said? It, it won't make a difference. It will not make a difference. You can multiply this minor fraction times two, and it still would not sway the election in either direction. But what you did is that you got your little panties in a wad, didn't you? Red states turned blue. The only reason why, for the first time, people saw how fucked up the Trump-looking uh, reign actually was. And red states turned blue. You didn't like it. So you are cheating proactively to try and get another fucking trump like Ron Fuckface, Death Santis in the White House because Trump's not going to do it again. He's going to be 900 years old, so get one of his understudies. Again, your voting laws are racist, and they deserve to be called as such. Next one up, anti-maskers, anti-vax lingo, Kirk Cousins. Shut the fuck up. I'm tying you all together. Again, this, this is not, this is a stupid hill to die on. It legitimately is, literally, a stupid hill to die on. Again, the troops that this country claims to love so much, you fight and they fight in scuba gear. You're going to go into the store, you're going to get toilet paper, you're going to get some eggs, and you're going to be out in 10 minutes. This is not a threat on your constitutional freedoms. But what is are voter suppression laws, right? You guys are making a bigger deal out of a life-saving measure than you are people who are actually being oppressed. Y'all are just a bunch of fucking drama queens. And no, this is not a threat to your intimately private medical uh, privacy. No, it's not. Again, this isn't, do you have a micro penis? This isn't, you know, do you have irreversible erectile dysfunction? It's, did someone put a needle into your arm and shoot your ass up with a life-saving measure? And that's it. It's just a kinder way to say, I'm too stupid to listen to people who are smarter than me. Kirk Cousins, dude, you dropped the ball. You literally had an opportunity to help save lives. And instead, you helped end lives because apparently the blood of a magical Jew protects you. Shut the fuck up. Next one up, people who won't take vaccines because you don't know what's in it, but you're willing to take a fucking horse dewormer. Shut the fuck up. One thing that I did not add, gang, you know one of the side effects? First and foremost, 70% now of uh, poison control crisis hotline calls, you know what they're for? The fucking horse dewormer, you dumb bastards. But you know what one of the side effects is, gang? You can't stop shitting on yourself. Yeah. So the person who's sitting next to you at the store, you're like, what the fuck is that smell? Who just jumped (laughs) and stepped in some dog shit? It's not dog shit. It's a surefire signal that the person standing next to you took a fucking handful of horse dewormers that they bought from a feed store. Now, again, I got on this, you know, online. And people were seeing all these articles. One dude said, oh, you're smarter than that. You know, this medicine, shut the fuck up. Again, your ability to afford internet does not fucking supersede someone else's medical license. I don't read those articles. I just don't. Again, if you got the MOTS, if you can change the medical community, go present it to them. Until then, you're just another dumb, smart motherfucker on the fucking internet, right? Don't send me a fucking article. Who am I? Again, the brain-damaged C student. I can't do anything with that fucking information. And besides, I took my vaccine. Again, if if you're going to go to a feed store where I can go and get a pet bunny rabbit for your life-saving measures, again, I don't gloat over death, but I am not shocked and I'm not going to be the least bit sad when you poison your fucking liver with a medicine for a horse. Shut the fuck up. Lastly, but not leastly, Fox News for demonizing a police officer who did his job. Shut the fuck up. Again, Ashley Babbitt would still be a, you can still be a Trumpican. You can't, you can be a racist sack of shit. You can, you can be a nationalist. You can be xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, all that shit and still be alive. But when you press the boundaries of the law, when you force a fucking Capitol police officer to do his job, he just may do his fucking job. And part of his job It is included, but not limited to putting a slug in your monkey ass when you present that much of a threat. Again, the exact same assholes who sat there and defended fuckface Derek Chauvin. You know, he was doing his job because George Floyd was high on fentanyl, right? That's what y'all said. Well, guess what? Ashley Babbitt stormed the nation's fucking capital after her cronies took a shit on the floor and with their hands smeared it on the wall. Again, black football players are told to leave the country and that they're disrespecting the flag. And some of you assholes made excuses for Ashley Babbitt. Next time you make an excuse, make sure you uh, travel and say it over her gravesite. But because of the brainwashing, that lady is now dead. Parents have to mourn their kid. A husband has to mourn his wife because she was brainwashed by assholes who sit and report at Fox News. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jin and Truth, let's go. and Truth.
1: Yeah.